and joining us as always first of all is yoda hi george and for those of you who didn't hear him because apparently clicking the mute button doesn't actually unclick anything i apologize for that uh what george said was his usual intro of welcome to the last movie outpost for all things about streaming and movie news and everything cool about film how'd i do Sounded just like him. <laughs> no, <laughs> now I'm making him look good. I just did the fake Son out. of a bitch. <laughs> it's, oh, um, I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> and with us as well. <laughs> I absolutely hate this job. And with us as well is a retro Sean. You know, right now on Comet Channel, they're having the Godzilla Memorial Day marathon, and I'm missing it because of this. Well, you, you, you know, your, you your priorities are good. Yeah. Well, no, I was going to say you can go if you want to. Oh, um, oh, oh. You don't mind? <laughs> <laughs> it, we won't be long here. Uh, we're talking about Stranger Things. It's quite good. The end. No. Um, so are we going to mention some of the news first of all? Uh, within the week because i mean there's been there's been a few bits and pieces of the movie news the big stuff is and i'm going to get this done and out of the way sean but there has been a lot of new content coming about star wars hooray yay i'm about as excited as sean is now about it i just it's i'm i'm on top of the world i feel as big as willow watching all this <laughs> disavow <laughs> um speaking yeah, of willow have... Yeah, we had a trailer for Willow as well. Another Lucasfilm. Again, it's just one of those things where there's somebody somewhere in Hollywood who they're eating member berries. That's the only thing I've been saying for the last like week is, remember Willow? I remember Willow. Willow's cure. Remember Willow? I remember Willow. <laughs> Only thing I can think of when I was watching that trailer is like, Willow, it's been 35 years. Put on mm. a new shirt. And how pop, how popular was that anyway? Like other than <laughs> exactly. like you, other than you guys, it was it, it ever... was not popular when it first came out. Yeah, and then no. it, it became kind of a it it gained a lot of traction on on uh, cable, HBO, that kind of thing, and then video rentals later. I just I, I just think about the only people I know that's mentioned it when I brought it up that even knew what I was talking about over since it came out. Are you guys and like one of my one of my friends? Now, I, last year I think it was, it got a uh, big you know special treatment Blu-ray restoration release because I almost bought it, but it was a little more than I was willing to pay for Willow. You know, it was like twenty dollars, dollars, yeah, <laughs> buck fifty. That's too much. Uh, <laughs> I liked it. Hey, I liked it. I like Willow. Time. I like Willow. I it's it. it's a cute little nineteen eighties fantasy movie. It's it's Lord of the Rings light. That's yeah, you know, and Val Kilmer's great in it. The I love the uh, score from um, no, oh God, what's his name? The guy passed away. He did. Boingo, Boingo. No, he hasn't passed away, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, that, I disavow, <laughs> disavow what myself. What did he ever do to you? <laughs> <laughs> I just I I find Danny Elfman's scores to just be kind of repetitive. That's all. Um, Not all of them. I mean, you've got to give him, like, The Simpsons. It's completely different to anything else he's done. There's one. Is it? Bump, 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 bump. A lot of that. I mean, it's the same stuff. You mean there's a beat to it, yes, which no other music it's has, the same obviously. beat. 
um, boy, you're coming out mean this, this morning, aren't you? What's I'm going on? I'm just angry at the world. So go I ahead. was talking about him, not you. Oh, me? No, yeah, that's because I have no idea what's going on because I got here late. That's probably what yeah. that is. <laughs> if we'd have been on time, um, all Wait three of us. I we was were, on time. Yeah, you no, Sean. Were yeah, so you, late, were, well, well, you say you were, but then we can't prove you weren't check because we were late. Off. Check your Skype call off, <laughs> both of you. You'll yeah, see that yeah, it, and then you apparently just like, well, I guess they're not here. I will leave and go. disappear and become yep. completely unavailable, even if it's five seconds later. I said, well, they behave that way every week, so why am <laughs> I, why am I following the rules? Usually I am pretty good, but today, like I say, yeah, just completely lost track of time. It's because it has been, I must admit, it has been a ridiculously busy weekend mm. because we've had so much going on. Let's carry on with the news and then we'll get on yeah, to the Ray, busy weekend. So Ray Liotta died. Yes, that is. That, that was quite good. F in the chat. It was, um, I mean, he was he was fairly young as well, wasn't he? He wasn't 67. like particularly old. He's like two years younger than you. I can still pass for 25. I'm still with it. I'm still young and down with the hip kids. <laughs> um, I used to yeah. be with it, but then they changed what it was. <laughs> and now what I'm with isn't it anymore. And it'll happen yep. to you too. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of a shame that... Oh, I, it is kind of a shame, obviously, that it's gone, but it is nice to then revisit some of these classic films. All I can think about is you said it's kind of a shame. And I bet right now his family feels like they would agree. It's like, you know what, George, it's kind of a shame that, that our when beloved When the check comes through of his, <laughs> of his insurance and everything else, I'm sure they're going to be okay, you know? Yeah. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> you know, other than Field of Dreams and Goodfellas, though, what what else? Uh, is no Escape. The Muppet Most Wanted. No Escape. No Escape is one of my favorite action movies of the, the, the later 90s, which was a very bare time for older style you remember that one he he, he yeah, gets no, dunked totally. on us. I, will, I will totally go for that as well i remember no escape with very fond affection i'll have to watch i gotta put it on the list i guess i must have oh missed my that God. one how did you not see that i honestly that doesn't even sound remotely familiar to me it just oh dude it's got some big name character actors in it too ernie hudson's in it and uh lance hendrickson and uh hey right. you've sold it yeah pretty um cool. I, yeah, I mean, Eggie said he'd never seen Princess Bride. I mean, we all have those where they just, well, how do you not see some of these movies? It's like everybody's got that one. It's like, I just never saw it. Yeah. I think last week we learned a lot about Eggie and wondered <laughs> why he's on a movie website with us looking at his. Uh... 25 minutes through Young Frankenstein before he turned it off. <laughs> I t- I, 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 I'm at the same, speechless. Speechless. Um,. I we like also... I like Young Frankenstein. I'm still on Blazing Saddles. This is my favorite, though. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. You only like it because it's so racist. Absolutely. It's a problem. <laughs> they're Not all, they're only racist, racist, but you also have Dob DeLuise yelling at a bunch of gay guys, Listen up, faggot! <laughs> yeah. Time, pivot, or step. Um, <laughs> we also had the trailers for Mission Impossible Part 1 and then Thor Love and Thunder, the full trailer. Um, mm. Mission Impossible, I'm up for. I, I'm quite looking forward to that. Tom Cruise does do a good job. I think a few people have said with the whole Top Gun Maverick that he is kind of like the last action hero, really, because he is doing his own stunts. And um, I know the Critical Drinker reviewed uh, Top Gun Maverick, and he said everything felt real because it was real. You know, there's very little green screen going on there. Did either of you guys so- see it yet? No. 
<laughs> I mean, do you want me to talk about it at all? I can... No, no. No. Okay. I, 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 I don't mind. I mean, it's. It, I've. I've got. I'm no. I'm not got like a nostalgic feel for seeing it because I don't really remember Top Gun particularly well. You know, it was just kind of one of those there's films a, I watched and it was alright. There's not a lot to the original Top Gun, really. It's it's really not. It's kind of a love story that's kind it's of. Like, it's a chick flick. It's other than like some of the. It's a gay chick flick. It yeah, it kind of yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I, Top Gun is on its surface. It's a perfectly serviceable action movie. That has a guy, you know, crazy maverick, doesn't follow the rules, has to learn a lesson, is the hero at the end. It's it's great for what it is. It's a lot of fun. Top Gun Maverick is like, I I compare it to Terminator 2. It's basically the same movie, but at least the beats are the same, but they ratchet it up in all the right places. Better special. Would you call it a Danny Elfman of sequels? I don't even know what that means exactly. It means all of his. You, you George, you know where I'm going. You, you know where I was. The, I don't the think anybody knows where you're going with those glasses. Because you no, said, I kind, of, I kind of understand what you're saying. That you hate Danny Elfman. You, <laughs> you wish he and was so, dead. Yeah. <laughs> you wish. You wish he got gonorrhea I, and died. I disavowed. Um, <laughs> and I said syphilis. Thank you. Not gonorrhea. Get it right. Be accurate. Yeah. Uh, no, um, I, I just I think like Terminator Two is essentially the same movie as Terminator, but in you know up updated and in special effects and added some extra plot elements to up the stakes and added some emotional more emotion into it that works. That's what I Maverick have a is. I have a question. Did they bring Val Kilmer back? They did. Yeah, I was wondering about that too. Other how, than just that, that picture. Go? really well does he look does he look bad he looks he doesn't look great um they did the best he could they could and i know with the throat cancer i mean i I think did he have like his jaw removed it's clear that his teeth are not real or something wow i didn't know that well with the throat cancer he's had you know he definitely does not look like himself and wow it's sad to see uh but they there was a real, I mean, you know, people say Tom Cruise can't act. And I, I think there's some merit to that. But I agree with that. Yeah. He he did a phenomenal job in this movie because I think there, he wasn't acting as much. I think there was some real heartfelt moments that he was able to convey with him and Kilmer. I think that it was tough for him to see Kilmer like that and to have that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, what he knew as Iceman. And this guy that, you know, that they had kind of a, they kind of had a friendly rivalry, I would say, in the 80s, as far as, you know, male yeah. action, pretty boy stars, right? And did they? I, a little bit. I mean, Kilmer had, you know, a lot of, like, he did The Willow, where he's the big swashbuckling guy, and Cruz did Legend, and, you know, they he were both the in Top Gun. And, he did and, The Saint. He did, you know, there was, there was a, I, I wouldn't say it was overt like Stallone and Schwarzenegger, but there was kind of a similarity was, to those two guys. Was it, was, was it anything like the real fight between Vin Diesel and The Rock? No, because I think they genuinely liked each other. So, <laughs> you yeah, guys, had mutual respect. So you guys, which which ones you like better, Willow or Legend? Ah, uh, Willow. Yeah, I'd have to go with Willow as well. For me, unfortunately, I think um, I think legend is just it's a bit too ott it is a close call because you do have mia yeah uh yeah 
Sir, 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 yeah. The the chick from. She's so hot in that. Ferris Mia, Mia Sarah. Mia yeah, Sarah. Thank Mia you. Sarah. Yes, she is very nice. Yeah, that, that elevate that gives it at least two stars just right there. So I do not like the uh, Ridley. Once again, I do not like Ridley Squat's original ending for that movie. I don't oh, like that, that. I can't. Remember. I like the, the I like the theatrical ending better. Is that is that where it turns out Tom Cruise is a replicant? <laughs> yeah, it turns out he's actually. Oh wait, that's real life. <laughs> yeah, no, in the uh, original, you know, it's a happy they they're in love. You know, movie ends. Ridley Squat, you know, it's like, oh well, you know, we're too different, and I just went all through this stuff because I'm a simp, and I, I'm actually not even going. <laughs> I'm not even going to get a date. So see ya. I'm going to go out and hump goats or whatever. Stupid, you, you know. Stupid. A, a guy, I think it was, I don't know who it was, every, every everything good about that, that one channel that's kind of like the antithesis of everything wrong with this movie oh, yeah, that yeah. movie. And, you know, real optimistic channel. And I enjoyed listening to him because he has some pretty good insight movies. But he mentioned, you know, the <laughs> Scott brothers. And, of course, we talk about Top Gun. That's, that's the one he was doing. And then Top Gun is was directed by Tony Scott. And the Maverick, of course, was dedicated to him. Uh, who famously a, committed suicide like yeah. a simp. But he said, you know, Ridley Scott may have a few movies in his repertoire that are classics. The Alien, yeah. right? Mm. Gladiator, a couple of others. Um, Blade Runner. But he says Ridley Scott also has a lot of clunkers. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he says, you can't really name a Tony Scott movie that you just won't sit down and enjoy. They're great. Domino is yeah, probably sure. his only real misstep, I think. Maybe. And even that, even and even that's, it's entertaining. It's yeah. 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 I was going to say, I don't really remember Domino, but I remember enjoying it when exactly. I watched it. What's that exactly. one he did with, uh, didn't he do one with uh, Christian Slater? And it's kind of like a... Oh, True Romance. True Romance. True rom- yeah, that that's a masterpiece, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. And, uh, and and I think he did Days of Thunder, which I find to be, yeah. you know, it's a Top Gun clone. It's Top Gun on NASCAR. I don't care. You got Robert Duvall. It's great. I love it. See, again, that's another movie that just missed me by Days of Thunder. I have seen it, but I couldn't tell you a thing about it. It's because I'm probably not into NASCAR. Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of it. Not that I think it's a bad movie. I just, it's about Hmm. stuff that I don't care at all about. I don't care. I don't give two shits about NASCAR, but I love that. that, It's like I don't really give two shits about boxing, but I love Rocky. Well, I don't find it compelling at all, though. I don't know. I, 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 I. it's fun. It's it's a by the numbers Top Gun clone, and I like Top Gun, so I guess it nope. works for me. There's not a single rape scene in it. <laughs> right, well, we're, we're not talking about that. Tom Cruise we're trying to Robert behave Duvall this week. Get a little <laughs> Michael Rooker. He no. relives his scene. Oh, no, from uh, no, that Andy. cop that cop rapes Tom Cruise right there on the no. bus. No, 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 no. I think you cop. probably downloaded. You must have downloaded Gaze of Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> hey and the other trailer that we had this week was Thor Love and Thunder um, speaking of I, I am not bothered with this at all I will watch it but I am just you know it can wait till streaming and then I'll watch it and that's it I mean what is it you know sex in Asgard like sex in the city I mean what 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 do we watch this is not Thor anymore. Yeah, yeah, How no. many times do we have to watch him rediscover himself? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he did it in the first one, and then the second one, and then 
Yeah, yeah, and the last one as well. So I, somebody said that chances are he's probably not going to be in it a lot, and it's going to be mostly Natalie Portman with... I think Mona. that's true, yeah. Because he's probably tired of playing that role anyway. Everybody else is out of their Marvel movie contract now, and, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think he likes it since Taika Waititi took over, and he could, you know, play comedy with it now. That he doesn't mm-hmm. have to be the stoic yeah. thunder god yeah, anymore. I, and he's a fellow Oz as well. So, well, close. I was going to say they're not, are Because he's, um, yeah, no, he's a Kiwi. Isn't you he, don't yeah. know the difference? Well. You are so racist. Oh, yeah, totally. When it comes to that side of the world, who cares? Um, <laughs> the other trailer that did come out, which I did the review on, and I, I thought actually looked very interesting, was the new Elvis biopic by Baz Luhrmann. I haven't seen that. That looks quite good. Um, I mean, Elvis, again, is one of those people that obviously I've heard of. I can't say I'm a massive fan, but I obviously know his songs. But it looks like... Oh, he was a singer? <laughs> yeah. Um, when he wasn't yeah. shooting the TV, yeah. You know, yeah. he was actually pretty cool. You read about his life like he was pretty based, you know. Um, but like, the, one, the of my friend, one of my friends knew, you know, older guy. And he, uh, he didn't know Elvis, but he was in a... He was in... Ten, I forget where it was at. Maybe Tennessee. Is it a gun store? And Elvis walked in and and, was, and just bought everybody in there a new gun. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And just just to make sure that we're all clear on this, he's dead. Okay. He's know, still he's dead. Allegedly. It's not he's on a UFO. Kidnapped by aliens. Bullshit. Everybody knows he's that. Freaking allegedly. dead. Allegedly. <laughs> um, he just went home. Yeah. No. He, he, Tommy Lee Jones said that in Black in Men in Black, Eight, didn't he? He, he went, went home. Million, he just went oh, he is not dead. Eighty he went million. Home. Eighty million. Subscribers to the National Choir can't be wrong. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Every one of them a Joe Biden voter. Weird. Yeah. Uh, Disavow. <laughs> Biden the was other, completely the legitimately other, elected. The uh, other the most great trade. We're not late, talking about. No, we're not late, talking about. Wait, 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 wait. Before you the go. Most bef- secure, the most secure election of our lifetime. Completely legitimate. Yes. Right. Thank you, YouTube. Uh, before you go on that, Elvis, uh, I love Baz Luhrmann. I, I'm not a big mm. fan of Moulin Rouge, but I loved, I loved Australia. So I'm kind of like, we'll see. You're see gay, I, I, I really liked um, both Romeo and Julia and um, Moulin Rouge. Wait a minute. Did he do the uh, the 90s William Shakespeare? With Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire uh, You know what? That, that movie is kind of, I, I, I still find that movie. Now, I'm not going to say that I love it or anything, but I still find it kind of interesting. A lot of the, the, the updated concepts of that movie. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good. I I yeah. like it. I think it's 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 well done. It's beautifully edited and cut to the music and stuff. I really really like that. So I'm intrigued to see what he's going to do with Elvis. Let me ask um, you this though: <laughs> Would Claire Danes be your casting choice for the the most entrancing Julie? <laughs> Yeah, back she was in the all, day, she was all right. She no, was, she was, she was very much the girl next door, which no, was quite no, nice. No. She is plain and pretty much borderline ugly. <laughs> Borderline. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm sure she's got a people. chart somewhere, and it's like I don't know. She's she's borderline. Well, I I'm uh, saying that I wouldn't say no to her, but I wouldn't like pick her over any other female cast member of my so-called life, particularly the blonde. I don't know. I, I thought she was right in it. Oh, um, you would. You're English, so like a woman that looks better, slightly better than a, a toad. Would be like, oh, oh, mate, she's very beautiful. If a, if a tree talked to me nicely, I'd want to marry it. <laughs> George, excuse yeah. me, but who's coming out of this angry? I, I don't think it's you. I think it might be what? Sean. It's because oh. you oh, said that, Elvis. It's yeah. because you said Elvis was dead. He is dead. Allegedly. 
Dada toilet. That's how I want to go. Died in the toilet with a hamburger yeah. in your hands. The king died on the throne, literally. That's right. <laughs> I've the always other thought that was very funny. <laughs> the other trailer that we had, which I think everybody's looking forward to, is True Lies, the TV series. I can't wait. Well, that's a thing. Moving on. Yeah, I again. Um, Amber Heard looks like she's not in Aquaman two anymore, uh, Aww, which is good news. That's sad. Um, I mean, oh dear. I mean, I, what, are they going to recast understand. her and reshoot, or are they just cutting her out completely? Or can they? I mean, you know, Mira is a pretty important part of Aquaman lore, so I'm trying to figure out what they're going to do. Probably just recast her as. We're um, obviously with a male black character. Uh, <laughs> same guy just playing Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, the, ga- trans- the gay Doctor Who guy. <laughs> yeah. A transgender man. Yeah. Laverne La- Cox. By the way, I just want to point out that Eggy in the chat agrees with me that Claire Danes is a dog. So, oh, wow. argument I'm settled. A, I've, I've missed all the chat there. I, I'm, not, I'm oh. not saying she's, like, amazing or anything. I just think you're... No, I mean, calling me harsh on Danny Elfell. Like, oh, goddamn. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're going to cast somebody for Juliet, which is supposed to be, you know, beautiful, Claire Danes, you know? Well, so I think she's the cute girl next door in it. You know, she's, she's just it's sort not of good. No, it's not good enough. You, you're going to, like, risk your entire family disowning you, get kicked out of the city, kill, kick, go into a death door. Here's all I want to say, chat. Which one would you have? Kate Beckinsale, Claire Danes. That's all I'm going to say. Don't know. Be close. You, we're not friends anymore if you think that Claire <laughs> Danes is comparable to Kate Beckinsale. Okay, Kate Beckinsale or Beckinsdale? Blake Lively would be a good replacement for Amber Turd, uh, Iggy's saying. I, that, that, I, he's, he's so right because I often get those... I used to get this but confused until this trial. Anyway. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so yeah, like I say, he's like, oh, wait, that's not Amber Heard? Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go and check my bed and see which one it was. No, there's no you know shit there, so it was, it was Blake Lively. The um, Amber Heard movie was Drive Angry with Nicolas Cage. That's a great yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, and then the other the other little bit of news that we were just I was just going to mention was well no basically I was going to come back to the fact of having a busy weekend because uh, Disney decided to release two episodes of Obi Wan on Friday, Stranger Things came out on Friday, and Top Gun Maverick came out on sort of like uh, this week as well. So for for sort of the movie community, it's been quite the weekend, and I know actually I've got to say I'm quite exhausted because Friday I had to work for the day, so I managed to watch episode Obi One and then get a little bit of a write up done up, and then get home, watch the second episode, and get the up on the on the site. And I have just literally finished binge watching. Stranger Things 4, and that's what we're going to talk about now. Yeah, Stranger I, I binge-watched all day Friday for Stranger Things 4, then I was all day yesterday <laughs> to get part two of our Picard discussion out. Completely skipped the news this week, and now I'm here on this thing, so... You should have said about the news, because I could have done that. You know what? I just I just got... It needs to go back to the international office. <laughs> he, he's jealous because you did so well. You stole his thunder, and he's like, "I'm not. I'll just cancel it before I let him fill in again." <laughs> You're absolutely correct, Sean. Let's move on. Um, and so, yeah, it's been a it's been a busy old weekend. And like I say, I've literally just finished Stranger Things four, 
uh, we will say from this point in if you haven't seen it spoilers so you know um no spoilers for episode seven Ugh, he's on it right now um well, no, oh, it, well it, it, don't worry. There's nothing to spoil because to spoil it, it doesn't wrap up. We we got to wait till July to get the last two episodes. It, so, it doesn't yeah. wrap up, but it does finish tie a lot of things together that yeah. I think worked. I I think so far. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, there's nothing. I must admit, I, I watched the first two episodes, I think, on Friday evening, and I was very into it and thinking this is very good and getting very... By last night, we watched up to episode five, I think it was, and I must admit, I was tired, and I kept looking at the last episode and thinking, it's an hour and 40 minutes long. Mm. You know, and I get... All of them was like a, an hour 15. They were all like pretty close long. to feature film length, yeah. But I mean, I, when you think it, it needed some it, editing, I honestly, yes. it definitely needs some mm. editing. They could have done a lot of this in a, a lot less time. Um, but I agree with you, George. I think the first two episodes were really, really good. It was engaging. It was compelling. It kept me going. The it, it dragged a bit. Um, the whole thing with Eleven in the. Mm. Yeah, in the in the tank trying to rediscover that just that was like putting her aside for a long time to get her powers back. Yeah, which I appreciate that it wasn't like oh we'll just give you this you know needle now your powers are back. I mean it it like took some time but it took too much. Could have done that it, in one episode I think. And also I've got to say the whole Joyce in Russia thing was just. Mm. You know, I, I kind of get her in the first couple of seasons that, you know, when Will's missing in the first season and she's sort of going slightly crazy because she thinks she's seen the lights and everything else. She was so brilliant there and you could totally believe her. But I, I was at one point I was thinking, right, so this housewife from from middle America, wherever it is, is now going to break into a Russian prison to rescue her like previous boyfriend with this other mad dude. And it was just kind of. Uh, that's really stretching it a little bit now for me. Yeah, I think that's one of the, the things the, the series has suffered from is this weird, you know, problem where every... And, of course, you know, they got to up the odds or whatever season, but the people become more... Like, the things they can accomplish and suddenly their, their knowledge and skill base has grown out of proportion to the actual things they did in yeah. the previous seasons, right? Yeah, and the idea that oh we're gonna get in this plane, we're gonna crash it, what within walking distance of the prison? <laughs> that's pretty absurd. At first, that they're even gonna survive, but that was pretty absurd. And then Condor, what you know, out of all the, it could have been done better. That could have been done better. I I can kind of believe them breaking into the prison, but then having an escape route and everything else sorted out was just kind of you know a Russian prison. I can't imagine if I went to a Russian prison and tried to con my way in and out of there, I would last particularly very long. Well, so, never mind so that there's snow everywhere and the track. Like, let's when, go through it like, a little bit before, because okay, you know, yeah, for yeah. people who haven't seen it. So basically, if, at the end of last season, I believe this wasn't a surprise. I think we knew that Hopper kind was of in Russia. It. Yeah, right? they it with one of the Yeah, there was a stinger. Right, there was a stinger. So he's in a Russian prison, and Joyce, he somehow is managed to to smuggle out a Russian doll that has like this message on it that says he's alive, yep. 
if you pay forty thousand dollars, we'll we'll get him out of prison for you. Just to point out, even though she's moved to the other side of the country, California, which he would have no idea that. Well, mm-hmm. let's let's assume that post <laughs> post office forwarding worked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for once, it's 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 rock solid. The in real up life, and they said know. Joyce, and and the postal service went, oh Joyce, yeah, no, we should we know where she is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> change of address always works. Um, so let's just assume that. Okay, fine. They get it to her, and then. Um, so she manages to get the 40 grand somehow, you know, cause she's an encyclopedia salesman. Well, so they're he, rolling in money. No, no, no. That money is left over from Harper's wheel or something. They mentioned that in the series. Oh, it, did he they? Okay. It. Maybe yeah, I missed he that. Left it, he left it insurance policy that paid out to take care of, uh, 11 cause that's mm. his daughter. Okay. Fair enough. And that, that's what they went to the bank and got it from. So yeah, that, so. that was not, a, that was, uh, explained. So the, the reason why they're able, he's able to do this because a Russian prison guard has taken some pity and he likes to make money this way. And he works with this guy named Yuri, get the 40,000. He set up an escape plan for him to get out and then Yuri will pick him up and then fly him back to, Alaska. Joyce, yeah, mm-hmm. to Alaska. If that had been the extent of it, I kind of would have been fine with it. If they yeah. had just done that plan, and then, then the rest of the season was Hopper figuring out how to, which I think will be the rest of the season since it's split in two, right? But since the first half of the season is longer than the rest of the seasons, full seasons because the episodes are so long, um, they had this where Yuri betrayed them. And so he, they, he tries to kidnap Joyce and this dude from last the, season. I mean, yeah, the guy, the guy, the guy the smuggles, I was going to say the guy smuggles peanut butter, but also has access to, um, Rehypnol as well. Yeah. He and out. so it becomes a big convoluted mess of a, of a deal. And I'm like, going, okay, this is just got, and it's clear that it's just all filler to get to the end of the season. I, I I was I was really checked out of that whole. Story it strains your uh, you know ability to yeah. <laughs> to to suspend disbelief. It, it did it, mine. And again, since each episode was longer than Batman, uh, it was kind of like I say you could have tied this up much more neatly and, and edited out quite a lot of this and still had a decent a decent story throughout it that you could have been quite engaged with and like i say that last episode at an hour 40 you know it's a hundred minutes long that is long you know that is basically a movie that you're watching in just that one last episode and there was so much of that that could have been cut out i thought the whole i'm not ruining anything too much but the whole monologue at the end was just kind of you know I, all i kept thinking of was um what's his name incredible um it, was it Mr. Mr. Incredible? And, and no, oh. no, from the Incredibles and just sort of going, oh, and yeah, started uh, monologuing. Oh, yeah, man, you yeah. know, and, uh, and it was just, it and really you know, started. What's the worst part about it is, is that you're not watching like what's happening now. You're watching something that happened before the show even started yeah. chronologically, right? It's just a memory. So, you know, there's no stakes for 11 because she's just reliving a memory. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it was about her getting her powers back, but it could have been just done. Well, the, the, the thing that, it wasn't that you, that Elle was in danger is they catch you, the series makes you believe that she murdered everybody in yeah. the place. So what you're really you're on the edge of your seat to find out is whether she's a murderer or not. And then we find out that, you know, we no. find out the truth. Yeah. Okay. But, Spoilers. So- we find out it's the guy, you know, it's the first uh, socket kid that was yeah, in there. Yeah, I mean, like, this fair. kid, this guy shows up the first time, and it's like, and he's, like, friendly. I'm like, you can kind of tell by the, the actor they cast and everything. It's yeah. like, 
This guy's got <laughs> yeah, evil right. written all over yeah, him. He, what are you talking about? could have cast Mr. Burns and it would have been less yeah. obvious. Yeah. <laughs> a Sean Bean moment, really. <laughs> um, again, that was kind of quite obvious who he was. Sean, or, I'm, getting, or, I'm getting a lot of requests to remove your glasses. People are getting just freaked out. Just to show that you've got eyes. Well, they should know that Sean plays by his own rules. There you go. <laughs> I've done what I can, guys. Sorry. Hardcore. Hardcore. I guess he won't I talk off his 80s. Ah, no, put it back on. <laughs> rules are meant to be they, they covered so much of my face, I thought it would be an improvement. We're not arguing. Um, <laughs> I know. That's why I'm... Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, uh, yeah, like I say, it was... For me, it was... It was Far too long. Last night, when it, like, I think actually we got to the penultimate episode at the end of last night, and I just kept looking and thinking, an hour and a half. And like I say, there are some movies that I kind of fancy watching that are an hour and mm. hour and forty minutes. And I just think I can't be bothered to sit through that. But I literally got through it just for today. And I I kind of wish actually Netflix had done a um one and one week an episode uh, one episode a week as opposed to just them binge-watching it, or we had done this next week, that would have made Well, if we, if, <laughs> if we weren't in a rush to get it done so we could talk about it today, maybe we could have all spaced it out a little bit. And... Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I was have... exhausted on Friday trying to watch it all, trying to get it done, because I knew I, I was going to do yeah, other things Saturday. So, I mean, me it was too. like... I was, I was, you know, I find my... I love the first two... I, you know, the, the franchise, I loved it, but I find myself, you know... Not not so much enraptured by it anymore, you know. I it's think like, this is a better. I, I mean, it's too long, you know. Needs some trimming. But I will say, I think this is a better season than since the best season since the first one. You think no. so? I mm, I, no. I love the third season. I thought the third I, season. I, I, was that's fun. fair. I I just I I liked I liked it creating a larger picture and tying all the seasons together in a way. And Did, I liked, I liked the, I liked that L smashed that girl with a skate. <laughs> I did too. Yeah, I was like, what's the problem? When, I mean, L gets picked on so much. I mean, in in the later episodes, she's getting picked on as well. And that girl getting the, I, I was just kind of like, let her go. And I wanted L to turn around and say, anybody else want some? Yeah. <laughs> that was that was beautiful. That was kind of weird though because she did that, and then that kind of just ended storyline yeah we never know yeah. what happened with them but no, maybe that you know, maybe they'll come back and i was concerned about the poor well, girl with the broken nose it was, it was just a foreshadow to make you you know where she gets bullied by the yeah, psychic yeah. Kid. i get it yeah it's that's that was just say oh maybe she is a murderer because she can't yeah. control herself it's like she just had a normal teenage moment where yeah I mean, like every day in the 1980s for me yeah, <laughs> smashes somebody's nose with a yeah, people. No, being, every, being bullied, any yeah. kid that grew up from through the, from the fifties through the nineties, no, you know, until they yeah. came, everything became cushioned and uh, you know everybody got wrapped in bubble wrap and everything else, so nobody could say anything mean to anybody anymore. You wait a minute, wait, no are idea. We, yo, to check the, are we okay? Because my extra screen shows is buffering and froze, so I don't know. No, I'm uh, No, is it all right? it's okay. It did okay. freeze for a second, but it should be fine now. Must just be on my end, then. Okay. We don't want to talk about your end. Um. Uh. And right. Also, something else to mention. This is completely at random. But how ugly now is Wolf and um, Bloodhard? Oh God, he's... he's hideous. It's like, dude, I'm sorry, but he was you're... he was quite cute in the in the earlier episodes. And pedo, he's... pedo alert. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I remember, like, in the very first season, sometimes I would have a little trouble telling Will and. 
um, what's his oh. name? Finn Wolfhard's <laughs> character. I can't even remember. Yeah, I, my, I'd have trouble telling him apart. Yeah, and now my, it's my, like yeah. no problems telling them apart. <laughs> I yeah. tell you, I, I I'm not Will the only. As well. I know, let me ask you guys this: I can't be the only one that sees that they obviously are making Mike gay. Yes, right? it's so yeah. blatant. There's zero surprise that Mike is going to be. He's. Do you reckon that's why they shaved Eleven's hair again? Then <laughs> I don't. <laughs> make, her look, make her look like a boy. Yeah. Now, did they did they deep fake her uh, uh, as yeah. a younger self? Is that what was going was, on there? There yeah. were times I wasn't sure if it was a different actor, or if it was like sometimes it was like, man, it looks like she did back then, yeah. and then other times yeah, it's I like, eh, it's not so much. And I I was like, did they just get a lookalike actress, or did they? Deep no, they deep, yeah, they deep faked her for sure. It's very well done. But speaking of George pedophilia, Millie Bobby Brown is now over eighteen, and I'm just <laughs> just saying. Disavow. If there's grass <laughs> on the pitch, um, you obviously have heard that, and that's good. Let's not let's just move on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Mike is obviously they're setting him up to be gay, so it's very it's becoming very woke. I think now Mike, I Mike is Finn Wolfhard. Uh, I meant. Uh, Will. Will. You're talking about Will. Will. Yeah, 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 I think Will is... Yeah. Well, he went to the Upside Down and it turned him gay. Yeah. (laughs) Flipped him. He got raped. He got uh, fast-ass goblined by one of those slugs in the Upside Down. Which brings me to a point of uh, a a movie pitch I want to make. No, it doesn't. It doesn't bring (laughs) us to anything. It brings... Let's talk about um, Nancy's hair and outfits. I'm always completely gutted that... I mean, I I like... uh, What's she called? Natalia Dyer. I think she's she's lovely. But uh, her hair and her outfits are just horrendous. I thought she looked pretty good in it. It's 280s. Well, that's what I like about it, is that I get to forget this hell world that we live in now, George. Just for a few hours, I get to leave leave this hellscape (laughs) and forget the shit that we have to live in, and I get to go back to the 1980s where I wish I was at again. And I go, oh, that was so great. I would take yeah. any of that again if it was not living in this fucking dystopia that we You know, I, I was thinking about that, you know, because we're, we're all nostalgic about the 80s. Like, I had to tell you, so let me tell you about the 80s. The 80s was not a decade of looking back. I mean, there was a little bit with Vietnam and that kind of <laughs> stuff, but it was, not a, it was not a decade drenched in nostalgia. It was a decade about, you know, looking forward. I don't know. There was everybody, a lot of look- Everybody in the eighties was sitting there going, "This is the best decade ever." In no, twenty years it, it from now, wasn't so much looking that. back and loving it. Everybody was trying something new. Every year was different fashion. Every year yeah. was they were trying different things with pop music. I mean, it changed constantly. We were trying new things and discarding stuff. It, the fads were like there were more fads in the eighties than I think any other decade. All yeah. the new sci-fi. They were trying different things in movies. It was all about trying something new, doing something new. And and looking forward and optimism and we're the best. I, I mean, there was just a lot more. Yeah, now we're we're so miserable, and I think it's similar to the '70s because the '70s was a miserable fucking decade. If anybody remembers, I'm not miserable. I'm not miserable. I'm I'm happy all the time. I'm a cheerful soul. You never leave the house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a smile on my face when I cry into a pillow every night. Um, the other no, I was happy the other day. The kids next door wanted a water fight, and I had hours of fun boiling the kettle. <laughs> um, 
but but my point Their is little like, screams of pleasure was just entrancing to the ears think about there was like happy days there was like american graffiti there was a lot of that 50s nostalgia greece there was a lot of that 50s nostalgia going back when in the 70s because everybody was miserable in the 70s they were looking back to a happier time the 80s was, was that happier time and now we're all looking back to the 80s there yeah. was some uh, there was some fifties nostalgia in the eighties too. It's all a little over. bit, but that was more of a holdover from the seventies. I think it was more of a fad. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and, and, and even then, when they did fifties nostalgia, it's like, but we're going to introduce a time traveling DeLorean into it. <laughs> yeah. AIDS was not invented in the eighties, Eggy. It was invented by in the seventies by this gay uh, uh, steward who flew all over the place, spreading it like Santa Claus, leaving the kind of toys that you don't want to get for Christmas. I, I always remember Ricky Gervais saying about how AIDS was originally in monkeys. And then the first guy who got it is kind of, well, if you got it, you must've either eaten the monkey or had sex with it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I ate it. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was really hungry. So I, ate, I ate the monkey. That's, that's it's definitely the first one. <laughs> Speaking of, anyway. are we going to touch on that by the way, before we close out today, we're going to talk about Ricky Gervais's special. Yes, we can do. Um, we'll save it to the save it to the end. Yeah. All right. So um, Stranger Things. What's so we got I, we got I, half of the team is in California because Joyce moved them out there, right? You yeah. got Hopper in Russia, and then you got the rest of them still in Hawkins. Yeah. Uh, the one kid, Lucas, he's on the basketball team, which I thought ah, the black kid on the basketball team, a little on the nose, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's uh, I bet he likes watermelon too and great yeah, soda. Yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> You're always bitching about stereotypes. Uh, uh, but they have this this one kid. They, they've introduced this new kid who runs this D and D club that they're all on. Yeah. And they have a really neat thing. I think in the first episode with the Lucas winning the basketball game, intercut with uh, the kids winning the D and D. Yeah. That was one of the best sequences. That of the was whole great season. Yeah. Uh, I, speaking of the new kid that they introduced, do you think that they introduced too many new characters in this season? Oh no, there was I thought it was okay. Just him, oh, okay. and really, just him, him and, and the long-haired kid in California that smokes all the weed, and the and the Russian prison guard, who's obviously a big part of the you know going. Yeah. But also, also the girl who's the bully, and then also yeah, the but she's gone. The basketball team. She and... was in and out pretty quick. Um, and then anybody else they introduced uh, got killed horribly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. Uh, no, that's that's something to mention. I mean, both myself and Sean are quite into our horror and stuff, and I've seen some stuff which is pretty pretty heavy. But I mean, some of this stuff was. You know, if if I think it's been quite, I don't want to say tame up to season three. If I had like a teenage kid or whatever, I'd have let them watch that. But this last season, I don't think I would have done. It was it was and, pretty uh, the, scary. The the mm. the crumbling, twisting limbs thing has been kind of done to death in all these yeah. possession movies. Yeah. You know that they do the possession of Emily Rose, all that kind of stuff. So I don't think it's, I don't think it has the same shock value. Yeah, it might have it. had 10 years ago, but. I mean, it's freaky, but it's not even original. Yeah. Oh, no, I say, I just thought it was it was quite heavy. In, the in eyes certain exploding things. was the worse for me than the limbs cracking open and the jaw snapped. It was the eyes. Gouging. Well, not just that, but also what's his name? The, the whole fight sequence in, in the Russian prison. Again, pretty brutal. At the yeah, end, with the, the demogorgon or with yeah, yeah, yeah with demogorgon. Oh yeah, no, that was pretty gory for st- stranger. Yeah. Literally eats a man's face off. 
Well, what do you expect it to do? It's a demo I mean, you're, you're getting a pay. You're getting a payoff for like three seasons of like build up. Of, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, for real. You know, these things are being. They got to hype them more every time. No, but what I mean is, it's like I say that I think you know that it's it's been. I don't want to say tame because it's not been tame up till now. It has still had its scary moments, but I just think they really did amp it up a lot in this last series. And I think, like I say, if you had kids who had grown up watching the others, and then I don't, I don't know if I'd have let them watch this one. Well, this one is trying to do. Uh, it clear, it clearly has is a spiritual successor, I guess, to Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Clearly, yeah. Yeah, and that you got a, a Freddy Krueger esque, um, in more ways than one. Yeah, yeah, in more ways than one. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it is played by Robert Englund when he's in the makeup. Yeah. Because it, no. what, you know, oh, it's, really? No, no, it's the it's the creepy, uh, you know, nurse dude. That turns no, out I know be... that's who it is, but I mean, I think as when the Victor when the, Creel. The, no, Victor Creel is England. He's I don't think he plays the, the Victor Creel is? Oh maybe I maybe yeah. I missed it. Maybe I I do you know what? I was really I didn't know that Robert Ungdon was in it. We may have mentioned it and I completely forgot. Yeah. Dude, he's but, in it. Like you see his whole face. No, 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 no. What I mean is he's I forgot. And then when I'm looking at him, I'm sort of like, I recognize that voice ever so slightly. Then when he turned around, I was like, Ah, oh, no way. Like, you know, it's Robert uh, Ungdon. Okay. It's a really that's, nice, happy surprise. That's who that's who okay. I, I I was getting exhausted probably by that time. So probably, yeah. Um, but he, so you've got this thing that is getting into people's heads, and then they see visions, and then I think within twenty four hours they get killed. So you got a little bit of ring there, a little yeah. bit, yeah. And um, and this this one girl, this cheerleader who's starting to see these, and she's she's she meets up with the guy that runs the the D and D thing, who's also like a metalhead. Yeah. But he's a nice guy. I mean, he's not a bad yeah, guy or anything. He's yeah, just... he's a good kid. He's a good kid. And he takes her to his trailer. He's really not trying to get with her or anything. He's just he's just being nice, and they're just striking. He's up trying her. to genuinely help her, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And then she floats, and and the whole thing happens to her, and everybody thinks he did it. So he's on the run, and they're trying to save him. And then this girl's boyfriend, who is like the captain of the basketball team, he basically. And understandably, to a certain extent, freaks out. I'm mm. kind of on the fence with him. It's like, is he going to be just a completely creepy dude, or is he going to turn into a Steve? I don't know. Yeah, could go gonna, either way. Yeah. I think he's going to turn into a major villain somehow. Like he'll be twisted by the yeah, or he so. could, you know, like Steve, like was kind of the bad guy, kind of the the jock. You know, you didn't like him until the very end when he became the good guy that he's been a major part of the show ever since. Yeah. It I could gotta go say, that I, way. I'm rooting for I, it to go that way. <laughs> I kind of thought, I have a kind of a feeling they might kill Steve off by the end of the series. No, I hope not. Me too, but I I don't know. It Really, it needs somebody in the cast to die because we know they're just about plot armored, right? Funny enough, I mean, they've got the whole thing with um, Sadie Sink's character, Max. And again, you, you are, I, I kept thinking, will they kill her off? Or they should they? have. They should and have. again, it is kind of. They did a good job uh, uh, making uh, me think so. I'll give them that. She's so unlikable. Anyway, her character's well, so unlikable. The funny thing is, is I'm not a massive fan of her character, but the whole bit where she reads the letter to Billy and stuff. Yeah, it makes you sad. Did it no, make... I'm, no, she's a great actress. She's, <laughs> yeah, she's she, a good... You know, she did a really good job. And I kept thinking, 
no, don't kill her off, because she is doing quite a good job. And then they kind of wussed out of that. And it's kind of a shame that if they had done a Game of Thrones on it, it would have, you know, it would have really made sort of people go, whoa, you know. And I, I can understand why they, they, you know, you needed something like it, it. So far, the thing has been unstoppable. And now we find that it can be stopped. Um, yeah. And that was yeah. important suppose, at yeah, that yeah. point of the, you know, because if, if she just got killed, it's like, well, nothing. It's, everybody's doomed. I mean, why would you, you know, there's no, yes. they can't find a way to stop this thing. And all they, they didn't stop it. They just finally found a way to defend themselves a little bit, which is good. And I, I was okay with it. And it gives her a chance to maybe figure out that she's being a little shit and start talking to people, which would be great for her arc. So a lot of this is kind of hard to say because we're only through half the season, a really long season. Um, but I try to think how long those last two episodes are going to be. Oh, there's they're four <laughs> hours a piece. Like a, yeah, I, I'd say they'll be an hour 48 or something. But I, they're I, probably still shooting them. That's why they didn't release them. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, I did not see that the, the son of this guy back in, I guess it was the 50s. Yeah, fifty. Yeah, and he, well, he had kind of those powers, and then he went to the, whatever you call it, the Matthew Modine torture emporium chamber. And, yeah, yeah. And then uh, was the number one. He was the first one, and then he, he ends up being the thing. The thing that's causing so, all the problems. It's like it's, yeah. eh, and, so, and, and so, it was because of eleven. I'm like, oh, okay, right. Well, so bring, up bringing well. that up as well. Bringing that up as well. How did Matthew Modine survive? Because in the first one, I'm I pretty wondered sure, about, yeah, yeah, he got was, ripped apart by a demog demodog or whatever he's called, demogorgon, twin brother. I can't remember exactly. You reckon? No, I he's got bars on his face. Yeah. It's my evil twin. <laughs> How is he alive? I don't know. Actually, maybe he'd probably be the good twin. Technology, or... Why even bring him back, too? I mean, that... They... I didn't like that at all because it made... Paul... You you mentioned it's like they finally redeemed Paul Reiser from Aliens. Yeah. yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's and like, they... oh, <laughs> they just shit... I remember yeah. when, when they brought up Matthew B.O.D. That's the first thing I thought of was you saying that. It's like, oh, they just screwed it. Yeah. <laughs> Sean's gonna be pissed. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty pissed at that 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 betrayal too. I was like, motherfucker. Because <laughs> again, when Paul Razor comes back into it, you kind of wonder where it's gonna go. But he is he is he's not he really a, a bad guy though. He just no, it's he's, it's more nuanced than that. But yeah, still, he knew yeah. he should have known. But I don't know. I mean, everything seems to be going to plan. <laughs> we'll see what she does. Now that Everything she's is going according to plan. If she's it's fully really, recharged, she'll just blow I up the entire center. It, it's really weird that I don't know if they intend it this way, too, but it shows you that so the Matthew Modine is like her worst enemy, right? Nightmare. And now she's she wants her powers back so bad she's willing to work again with him. It's like, boy, what I, kind of what kind of power-hungry little twerp is it she yeah, they, they got a lot to unpack no, there. Yeah. The way I see it, is, the way I see it is, is like, so if I get my powers back, I can rip people in half again. Hey, Papa, let's do this. <laughs> well, say that, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. It's like if you're, you, you took like five, four or 
at least four episodes of her sitting in the tank, you know, going through all these memories. It's like he should have done it in one or two episodes and then do the other two episodes of her dealing with Modine yeah. and o- o- Owens or whatever his name is, the Paul Reiser guy, yeah. and and getting that conflict figured out yeah, and <laughs> resolving it somehow. But I instead... It's kind of... But I mean, funny enough, I mean, obviously we find out again, we're going into spoilers here, but we find out that number one, he's got this chip in his neck, which obviously blocks his his powers. So whether Matthew Modane has already implanted that in Eleven, well, he can't do that, I suppose, because then she wouldn't be able to use her powers, would she? Well, she escaped in season one before they got, you know. No, I just mean when he brings her back this time. But he's he's trying to make her. He's trying to make her use her power, so if he, she's got this chip, it ain't going to work. So he doesn't know whether he, he succeeded yeah, or not. Yeah, but you get the feeling they're trying to save their ass from the end of the world now more than they are, <laughs> you know, a, a weapon to defeat the commies kind of thing, you know? Oh, and you got this whole other thing of this general who's, who's yeah. basically, yeah. Uh, you know, like Thunderbolt Ross going after the Hulk. He's trying to go after Eleven. And, uh, I know I know that Joyce has been through a lot, but she's going to be pretty mad when she gets back home. Why would she be mad? She's the one that took off the rush like an idiot. That no, house no, no, is no, pretty no, torn but... up, though. We got yeah, we got to fix it before Bob comes out. home, like an old eighties trope. You know, <laughs> just sticking, yeah. sticking tape over there and painting over the top. At of the, the end bottles. of the series, Eleven gets her powers back and comes back and does the, you know, reverse. My yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, weird like in them X Men, they did that. Bullet holes X-Men. get filled. You know, yeah. That wouldn't be surprising. Um, so. We've got to wait now till July, till the last two episodes. And as I recall, I remember the Doofer brothers saying that they'd had planned five seasons. Yeah, this is you not know, the, the last season. It's the no, end of it's this not, yeah. season. Yeah, they they talk that what basically what is what is going to be coming out in July is all they planned with possibly some spinoffs. Um, so wait, I do wait, wait, think, wait. but I thought five seasons though, right? Well, it'll be five. The college years. No, no, the the two that's coming out are not season five. They are the really? rest of season four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this is this is season four part one. We got season four yeah. part two. Really? I yeah. thought season Oh my god. Now they're pulling yeah. a walking dead on us. Or better call uh, Saul. Yeah. Yeah. Just some of that I think is pandemic related, because Saul wasn't supposed to do that either, but Right, guys, if you are going to do that, can you just make it go back to the 50 minute episodes? It's not hard. You can tell a story in 50 minutes. Listen, in a month, you'll be fine with watching two feature list film episodes. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> what a. I'm already not looking forward to it. Like I say, I miss the 90 minute movies. And so from the fact that, you know, there are movies which are, I put some on my watch list and I've seen how long they are. And I just think, oh, can I be bothered with it? You know, and, and I, I know it sounds horrible, but the George, thing George is, Lucas, I can't be bothered to watch two feature length episodes. Also, George Lucas, I watched a thousand movies in a year. Yeah, I was about Nobody to say that. that. That's probably what it is. Um, that, that, uh, probably why I'm bored of it. Well, I mean, the, the annoying thing is, is I have been watching, and I've, I've said this before, but I've been watching Inside Number 9 on um, UK TV. Now, they are just an anthology of dark comic humor and horror and, and all kinds of stuff. Within a 30-minute space, I have seen stories which are much more compelling than, than a three-hour-long Hollywood movie. Some and that's people... kind of... Some people live a whole lifetime in a minute, George. Exactly. Others take an hour and 40 minutes. 
<laughs> but it, it's, like I say, I, it does bother me that when I'm, you know, with certain things that they are. Come on, what was going to say now? Annoying Eggy. Oh, that's right. Oh, we're back now. I think. Um, I was going. Yeah, I was going to annoy Eggy because I put on the first. Sorry, uh, everyone. Don't know what's going on. We're having internet issues. Oh, you are. I Apparently, am. we're still. T- yeah. Um, but the first, I watched the first couple of episodes. I think of the first episode of The Sopranos didn't capture me at all at all and i looked at it and i thought this is six seasons yeah. and i just thought i can't be bothered not if it's not capturing me in the first first and there's a few tv series now which have had several seasons and i kind of fancy watching them but i don't want to commit myself to something if you know it's just going to be that long and that drawn out and just not that particularly good because if you do make the longer it goes on the kind of i don't want to say the worse it gets because there are stuff that does hold your attention but it's just Everything is just so long these days. How long was uh, everything everywhere all at once? Only a couple of hours. Under. No, it was a little longer. It's like two hour twenty, mm-hmm. two hour thirty. But it's I mean, long. it's 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 a one it's a one shot deal. You're in and out. Yeah. I, we're talking about a show where every damn episode is an hour to an hour twenty, and now you're going. And you got what? What was there? Seven episodes? Eight episodes? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a yeah, com- seven. I think. It's a commitment. And then if you have multiple seasons, because everybody's telling you you got to watch this, it gets really. Uh, you got to pick and choose anymore, especially when you know, like George and I were doing all these edits and these videos in our spare time. We have day jobs. It's just like we'll do the best we can, guys. Think about us, Hollywood. Think about us. That's right. Okay, people. Have- if I we could think make this full time, I would be, have more time to watch this shit. Yeah, Hollywood. If you would like dump a hundred grand on this channel, damn right. Yeah. We'd talk about your stupid pedophilic Satan worshiping shit all day. <laughs> yep, that'll that'll get that'll get him sending the check. <laughs> oh, whoops. We're still froze, aren't we? Nope. <laughs> you, you were you were saying that uh, uh, about uh, the Satan would pedophilic hey. worshiping shit like yeah. Snow White and yeah, Bambi. Harvey Weinstein is more what I had in mind. Um, Oh, oh, shit. (laughs) Right. So let's move on then to another Netflix special, which has come out, which may get us into trouble. Before before we move on, I mean, what what do you guys give Stranger Things so far? Uh, Out of five. Out of five stars. Give us a score. Three and a half. Four a push. Sean? I'd give it four. I'll... So far. That's without the, you know, the rap, not knowing how it ends. But so far, I'd give it a four. Yeah, I'll give it a I'd four. Give one. <laughs> I'll give it a four uh, as well. I think it, it, while it did drag, it never completely lost my interest, and most of it was pretty compelling. So Yeah, I agree with that assessment completely. Yeah. I, w- I, was, I was happy to sort of get to the end of it. So, yeah, I can't. I, I did can't not. Re- I did not once reach for my phone or, you know. It definitely stuck the ending. It stuck the landing. Yeah. So, there you go. Um, and so, yeah. So, and also on Netflix this week is the very gentle uh, comedy of Ricky Gervais, uh, <laughs> which, like the Dave Chappell, I haven't seen the Dave Chappell uh, Chappelle. Chappelle. At least get his name right. Chappell. Chappelle. Chappelle is how he himself pronounces it. 
I'm just yes, saying. I speak English, and so I don't understand well, what black Americans so say. He likes to French it up. Black, black Americans also say faux shizzle, so I don't know what that means. So. <laughs> well, listen, not Georg Lucas. Um, <laughs> hey <laughs> <laughs> that there. was that, that sir was very good, that, very very good. That was a ten out of ten. Uh, that was a, yeah, that was a chef kiss uh, of, a, of a of a joke. Well done. So yeah, Ricky Gervais. Um, I did give it a go. I must admit, I'm not a fan of Ricky Gervais. Um, the uh, British Office. Because I kind of says it's because he makes fun of your transgender brethren, right? Uh, no, I, says the guy who was wearing those glasses earlier. Those <laughs> right. were very cool in the eighties, George. You would know that if you weren't yes. already a hundred years old. It was old very cool in the in the eighties for about Sean. two weeks. And yes. we, it was very cool. And we moved on to something else. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was a good summer. Jealousy <laughs> is such an ugly emotion. Um, but I'm not a massive fan of him. But I did watch it, and I did find myself laughing a lot at what he was saying, um, because he doesn't hold back. Does he? <laughs> no. Well, funny. I mean, I think I think it's all summed up. I think it, the best line in the whole thing, not the funniest, but the best line in the whole thing, is like he says, "I." He says, "People tell me you should treat trans transgender people equally." He says, "Yes, I do. That's why I bring them into the jokes." Yeah. I I love that line. It's like, yes, all of you get because you're all equal in my eyes yeah you're, you're, i mean it's, it's the biggest compliment you could give to anybody is saying i don't think you're less than or different because i do joke about you and that's what people mm. don't get and i and he understands that to a t and i i really admire and and respect that point of view the problem he don't understand is is they don't actually want to be equal they want to be a separate he class knows. he knows yeah yeah i know that but he but can't. That is, that's where he can't go any further. And not all of them. There's a ton out there that'd be like, leave me the hell out of it. I just want to put on my dress and, and just live my life. And this is just fine for me. And it's been fine I, for me until you I guys started to yelling about it on Twitter. And leave it, you know. And... Yeah. They don't want to. They don't want. Many don't want to be involved in all this nonsense. And a lot of them don't agree with it. I mean, it's just say that the transgender. It's just like saying all the gays speak as one or all the lesbian or or men or women or co uh, people of color. We don't, black. We don't talk That's, about women Isn't it? Here. Didn't Mo Sislak say something like, um, I don't want to make an unfair generalization, but all people are old people are all rubbish at everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, everybody yeah. has a unique point of view. That's the point, right? We got to deal and, with people. I deal with Sean. I deal with. George, I deal with this person and that person. I don't deal with groups. And that's the it's, problem it's right not, now. It's not just that, but it's also these particular groups. It's like the whole thing with Warner Brothers cancelling Speedy Gonzalez because of complaints. And Mexicans going, why did you cancel him? And it's like, well, because you were all offended. And they were like, no, no we not. weren't. We love Speedy. You know? But it was kind of these people who were getting offended on behalf of other people. Like you say, there are people out there who are trans and stuff who just want to live their lives. That's all they want. They want a quiet life. They want a quiet job and everything else. But they not want all this attention. Yeah, there, there are people out there who are like, no, 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 you should be fighting for your rights. Look at this person, everybody. And they're like, no, no, I don't want it. And that's exactly what the problem is, is these people who are fighting these campaigns to... Um, help these minorities and everything else they're not even like one themselves they just think they're helping people out it's kind of like helping an old granny across the street when she doesn't want to cross the street <laughs> you know well i mean think of it this way i mean how many trans people before all this nonsense started were living their lives and maybe you know they would get like oh that 
a little weird, but mostly people would talk to them and they would get to know them. And it was just kind of a, you know, hey, you know, sometimes they might make a mention of it, but that was about it. And now nobody will talk to them because everybody's too scared that they're going to freak out and they can't live their lives anymore like they used to because yeah. everybody's too scared that they might be offended and freak out. And it's like, I, I'm, I'm not one of them. I just want to talk. And they're like, and everybody's now treating you. You almost become a pariah because everybody's so scared of you. And you're, well, sort of, done, you're talking guys. and sort of saying, and so yesterday he or she uh, went out to uh, the uh, her or his car, and, and you're kind of just trying to correct yourself. Cause, yeah, because yeah. you, you and like you say, it's it's kind of an awful situation that we are now living in. That like you say, people are just scared to say anything. Well, because the, the thing that made it worse is just normal people that like make no effort whatsoever to even look like the opposite gender, and they're like. Oh, just call me she, her, and look like me and yeah. act like me. It means like, yeah. stop. You're not doing anybody any favors. So Gervais, Gervais called them all out, but he also, I mean, he didn't go only after transgender. He went after, you know, all the people complaining about how he just went after nothing but transgender. It's like, did you listen to the rest of it? He went after a yeah. lot of people. You don't no, care about that. that. They just watched that 30 second clip. No, because they're phonies. They're this, phonies. This is, the, this is the same people who complained about the video nasties in the 80s. Well, have you seen any of them? Well, no, but I heard. Right. You can't sit there and judge on, on what you've heard. You know, if you're going to make an effort to watch it, then you can judge it. But you can't just, you know, I heard so and so and so. Really, funny enough, coming back to Stranger Things, it was kind of interesting how they tied the whole Dungeons and Dragons in into devil worship and everything else. And then obviously, because you've got this demon for want of a better word who's killing people in a way that could be deemed satan worship he jumped on that bandwagon and sort of everybody was then up in arms and and uh, yeah to... i mean that was Why? a real thing that happened at the time you know in the yeah yeah i remember so silly they even made a movie about how it would i think tom hanks, tom started, hanks man. Uh, yeah one of his finest roles yeah. what, which Should... one was that uh yeah, it's uh, called yeah. um Cecil did a thing on it. If oh you can. God, I have to find a whole it. Thing I've on seen it. it. It's 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 fantastic. Tom Hanks gets addicted to playing Dungeons and Dragons and go, and it's like the reefer Mazes madness. and monsters. Yeah, it's like the it's the Ooh. reefer madness of D and D. I will put that on the list. That sounds interesting. Because well, he's a mentally I, unstable kid, so he doesn't know the difference between real life and fantasy. So it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, okay. But it became a. And, and he's just hammy. It's it's as silly a movie as you'll ever see, and it's it's beautiful. I really want to see it. Now. Oh yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah, great. yeah, that sounds awesome. It's one of those that's, you know, getting back to that trans thing. It made me think of something I saw very funny. It was a screenshot of a Twitter comment to uh, Elliot Page, and I fr something happened in the news, and Elliot was going on about you know trying to pray, and somebody said, "Shut up! You're just another white male, straight white male, Elliot." <laughs> Oh, it was like it's kind of, you didn't yeah. see that one coming, did you, Elliot? Well, did, did, you, mean, did you really want to trans into the enemy? Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, trans used to be like, I'm male, I would like to be female. And I want to look female and all that. And you call me, you know, and then people start calling you her because that's what you look like and you put effort into it. I mean, at times I would be mistaken. I wouldn't, you know, because they put effort into it. But then hmm. I see one that says, my pronouns are paint and painted. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I, I'm not no, kidding. I, that's not. That's not a. That's not made up bullshit. That's an actual. And somebody want paint, and it's like this is just people wanting attention now. Yeah, it's it not. Is. It's not real. This is not serious people. 
Yeah, that's the thing. Is it's like you say that these poor people that just want to live their lives the way they want to live them have now got to put up with these other idiots who are just making it ten times worse in every respect. Yes, Aggie, I agree, but we can't actually say that now, can we? So be careful. George is on the BBC now. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, big time. Be... Oh yeah, totally. I was going to, um, <laughs> it depends how the radio show goes tomorrow, but I was going to be wearing sunglasses and a Cecil B. DeMille hat and sort of, you know, sort of have a long, long c- cigarette, um, cigarette holder. And a, yeah. um, no, you're going to have to submit questions to my, uh, to my agent before I can answer anything this 10 days. <laughs> do, do you guys remember there was a, there was an old South Park episode that dealt with a queer eye from the, from the straight guy, from the straight guy where all of South Park guys were all acting, you know, swishy because they were all getting metrosexual. And I don't think I saw that one. It, and Mr. Garrison, who at that time was gay, he, he's changed all kinds of things over the course of the show. <laughs> but at that time he was gay and he was like telling the queer guys, like, what are you doing here? You're making straight guys look gay. It's like, <laughs> we have our own lifestyle. That's what makes it special. That's what makes us, we, we yeah. have our own way of doing things and we have, and, and it's it's unique and it's 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 not something that you just splash all over everything because it takes away the uniqueness of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? exactly. It was it was an interesting point that he made. It's like, what well, you know, trying to normalize everything gay takes away the uniqueness and the specialness of being gay. There are fads that and was... fashions and things that get pushed because of the gay uh, community, if you want to call it that. And, and you shouldn't be changing or trying to blanket that all over everything because then if everyone's special no one is as they say i i I don't want to rush this but i'm finding it very hard not to make jokes that get us canceled can can we move on to other parts of the special that are less control yourself sir (laughs) one one thing one thing that i did think was quite a profound statement that he made is he sort of said that they're pushing all these minorities and he said i'm a I'm a, I'm a white male multimillionaire, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and I'm in a minority. So when is it my time? Yeah. You know, and that's the thing is, is these people do live in a minority and that's fine. You know, that I saw something on the BBC website the other day and it was saying about how a village in, in the middle of Wales was predominantly white. And it's kind of, yeah, because all the people who live there for the last, you know, thousand years have all been white (laughs) you know it's if they're in a minority that's fine and we do you know they've always been inclusive and everything else but it's the fact that these people are sort of saying right this minority of just very small people they should be put to the forefront and highlighted and it's kind of but that's not treating them normal that's putting them on a pedestal and it's only literally a few of them white people are a minority compared to the rest of the world's population yeah hey it's so weird everybody's a minority in one way yeah. or another, how many how many uh, forty to fifty year old do live streams every single Sunday about movies? Probably a pretty small number compared to the rest of the nation. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many people on YouTube. I mean, you can pick out you can find a way to be a minority about anything and then say I'm oppressed or something. Just... Or the fact that we've all got penises over twenty inches long, three guys. Yeah. You know how many others could there be? Sure. Well, yeah. If I, I mean, folded in yeah, half, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, I, was totally. I couldn't help it. Quarters. I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. I was talking about folding it in the quarters. I, I, I <laughs> yeah, guess sure you, sure you were. <laughs> Man, I came up with it first. Um, okay, so what other stuff did he talk about that we can talk about? Um, 
the pedophile. Not much. <laughs> I, I thought, I honestly, I thought Chappelle, um, his sticks and stone was Chap- far, is far. Chapel. Shut up! It was far better than his closer one. His closer one felt like a, like a defense. Like yeah, stop. Stop being mad at me, and let me tell you why you shouldn't be. It wasn't as funny, you know. It wasn't. Chappelle always comes off as an activist to me, even though sometimes I do laugh, and I don't, you know, I don't hate him or anything like that. But sometimes some of his specials, I was like, this, this seems so much like activism more than comedy. I don't get that from Gervais. Gervais goes. Gervais just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he's so funny. I can't believe you're not a fan of him, George, because he's so damn funny. I, I became like I was. I never. He does come across abrasive in some of his movies and his shows. I, I know that's on purpose. I'm not talking about his comedy specials. I'm just talking about the way he plays. It, it's it's too much. It's too unlikable. And that's yeah. I can understand where George is coming from, but I became a huge fan of him when I saw him just basically give a middle finger to people's faces in the Golden Globe ceremonies. <laughs> just, just, I mean, he's he's looking at them. And he's telling them off and yeah. making jokes that are just hitting. And they're right there in the room looking at him. That's gutsy. That's ballsy. Yeah. And that's what made yeah. me a huge fan I think, of his. I become a fan of his when I watch that The Invention of Lying. And I was like, that is so funny. He's all right. now. I do like that. Creating, um, creating religion. No, well, but again, that's kind of one of the things that I don't like him for as well. That over here, every time you kind of see him, there's a program over here called Room 101. Um, and it, it started out quite an interesting, but basically it's kind of things that you hate about something or other you can put in Room 101. And one of the celebrities that was on there once said that he, they would put um, celebrity preaching into Room 101. And th- with Ricky Gervais, kind of every time you see him over here, he's like with Richard Dawkins or somebody saying about how there's no God. And the whole yeah, invention of I, lying to me was just another, oh, God, here we go again. I, another, yeah, I, you know, yeah I, I mean, the, the, the atheism you know you know doesn't bother me but it it, i get bored with it but you know in that movie that that's the first time i saw him in anything and all the other parts to it were funny you know like just yeah i I, mean i get i'm an atheist too and i just find him a little abrasive about the whole thing sometimes but he's also you know the more like in his stand-ups he's his most likable because he sometimes just starts laughing he's like i can't believe i'm doing this joke you know and you kind (laughs) of he he humanizes himself more and he I doesn't don't... do that in the scripted stuff, which he just keeps up the abrasive, unlikable asshole mm. shtick, which I can see where George is coming from. But, you know, yeah, his comedy, I, I get it. I get flat it. out awesome. His comedy specials, though, I think you get more. They're of... great. Yeah. His like, real... it, like I say, the, the original Office was a huge success over here. And I mean, everybody did love it. And I loved it when it first came out. But after a while, I know it sounds stupid, but I mean, we started watching the American one, which. Corell improved on Gervais's shtick. Yeah, because He's Michael un- Michael Scott was ultimately, he, you know, he was he was stupid and he was ignorant and he he was selfish and stuff. But you liked him, whereas David Brent, I just never. You, you know, David yeah. Brent was Brent was, 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 Brent was vicious and Scott was just dumb. Yeah, I like I like the Limey version better. Mm, no, I say it's yeah. No, it just I don't know. I, I, if if I watch The Office again, I'd much prefer to watch the American one than than the British one again. I haven't seen the, the British one. The for weird. Years. Uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I like him. I like I've always I like him about anything he's been in. Uh, seemed like there was something. They started HBO started showing some of his comedy specials not long after us 
I saw that invention line, and then I was like, oh, this guy's fucking hilarious. And then, of course, that Golden Globe thing's really oh, sealed the deal. You know, that was that is that is phenomenal. Uh, and he's done it multiple times, and he's just like, I don't give a crap. I do like the fact when he says about hosting the Oscars, when, um, what's his name, Kevin Hart was supposed to be hosting, hosting the Oscars, and it was like his dream that had finally come true, but then somebody dug up a tweet from like 10 years ago, and so he got cancelled, and he said, then they got me in. (laughs) 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 Me, you know. Over dodgy well, tweets he, and stuff. He said about 10-year-old tweets, he's like, uh, women don't have penises. He's like, who, 10 years ago, who would have thought that would be controversial? Oh, man, I would pay good money to see Gervais actually host the Oscars. That would be... Oh, God, yeah. Mm. I would don- I would literally donate to get to see that. He is... That's just... I just don't see that happening. No, Unless... they never allow that. No. No, no, well, no I, they won't, no. and that's too bad because it's needed. You say that, though, but... It seems like, I mean, with, with this whole slap thing that went on last time and everything else and stuff that went on before, and I think, wasn't it Moonlight who got the, the um, not Moonlight, La La Land got the wrong <laughs> Oscar? Yeah. Whether yeah. whether they actually, do you know, they, they think to themselves, do you know what, stuff this, get your face in, that will get people watching. It would be, it, might... it's it's not the hosts they want, it's the hosts they deserve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want him to like be the guy that speaks at my funeral. That's how much. <laughs> you know what I mean? he, he's he's phenomenal in his in his standups and uh, yeah. So I love the story he told about his friend's grandmother's ashes going back and his and his face. He's like, oh, it was bitter. He's like, oh, that was her clit. <laughs> Rick, you know why? And then they just start why? laughing. You know why I laughed at that? Because I years ago my best friend's. Uh, grandfather died and i was you know we went to the uh you know the church service he's catholic so there was this whole big thing and we're in there and, it, and my friend's looking all of it. i was like man what's that smells it it smells like somebody died in here and <laughs> and he laughed his ass off at that you know i never when, well, i never not laugh at cremation jokes like big lebowski <laughs> when they dumped him off and the wind blew him into <laughs> he's, he's got Donnie all over him. The best part is he said he's standing there like that. He just, just doesn't even freaking move. Yeah. <laughs> there was another so one that angry. did that. Uh, the one with Dennis Leary Rescue Me, I think, where their butt had died. And the guy, they, they'd had the windows open in the car. The guy wanted to peek at it. He's like, don't peek at it. That's just disrespectful. He peeked at it and the windows were open and the wind grabbed it <laughs> and the whole windshield just turns gray. <laughs> Speaking along the lines of that, we had an article up recently about how Disney have now bought the rights to Stan Lee. And I saw somebody had put a, somebody had put a meme up. Of, no, somebody had put a meme up sort of saying, you know, Disney have, have now bought the rights to Stan Lee and underneath they posted a picture of um, Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Like hey, come on, Stan. Let's go invent another character. Oh, Spider-Man's great. Oh. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, it's like, well, you know, you kind of got to think about what the, the people would have wanted. Like when they did Fred Astaire selling vacuum cleaners, that was a little bizarre. But yeah. Stan Lee, I think, would be very happy to know that his likeness was going to continue on doing cameos oh, yeah. until forever. A... I think he'd love that. Dude was a showman. Have you yeah. have you guys heard the story that Ethan Van Skyver tells about when he met Stanley at a while they were both signing stuff at a comic? Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah Skyver's talking about it. And said he's like, "Wow, you know, Stanley's like you. You're really good with your fans." And he and he swears because he tells the story all the time. He goes, he said Stanley goes, "My fans, eh, line them against the wall and give me a Tommy gun." <laughs> 
he said this, he said, he said he didn't mean it like mean spirit or nothing but you know he was yeah. just, not so much when he was older but i mean whenever i saw stan lee in the in the older pictures and everything i was like this guy just looks like a used car salesman i can't believe he's made he the, did. the greatest <laughs> he comes across and looked like a used car salesman or a guy who produced porn yeah he yeah. had the slick back hair and a little mustache yeah. for years there's that joke where in, in iron man 2 isn't it that tony yeah. stark sees says hey hoff and yeah. then he turns around and he's actually stan yeah <laughs> His best um, cameo was as the uh, DJ at the strip bar in, what was it, Deadpool? Yeah. You can't buy love, but you can rent it for three <laughs> minutes or so. That was his. I mean, he was really cute when he got older, you know. It was fun yeah, to put yeah. him in the camp. But, but it is mid-years, man. I was like, that could look like the sleaziest son of a bitch I've ever he seen did, in my yeah. life. <laughs> and I don't Bro. think he was. I mean, no, I don't. I, I haven't heard anything untoward about him or anything. I just just the look he was weird i i had to look him up the other day for some reason i forget what it was it was for an article or something and going through his life he went through loads of issues of suing and counter suing and all sorts of stuff with yeah. people and it was oh, kind of still going shame. on with the estate i guess his yeah kids and it was really shame. whenever i've seen him he's always just seemed like just like a, a just a nice guy you know got, well yeah because he i mean he was there to service the fans man you know that's yeah. one thing you can't take that away from people can make all kinds of claims about maybe he was a secret prick or he ripped off kirby or who knows what but man you know he was always there i i think there towards the end before he died they were even taking blood and mixing it in ink and selling that as like his autograph with his actual blood in it is uh was his granddaughter niece or something like that yeah it was, weird. It was pretty scandalous at the time you know, he I, was too old and demented. i mean stan was a showman and he yeah. loved the camera and he loved to talk about his his stuff and kirby and the others ditko especially they just wanted to retreat they didn't want to be in the in the limelight and so it kind of came out like stan created all this stuff and then there was a backlash no kirby did it all or ditko did it all and he was just you know for, I'm pretty sure the truth is somewhere between. It sounds like a much more collaborative effort, and I don't think it's... Sure it was, yeah. Funny enough, that's one of the things that, coming back to Ricky Gervais, that's one of the things I, I found with him, that he it was him and Steve Merchant who created The Office. And I remember there was... An, I, I, had, I had a DVD, and on one of the extras of the DVDs, it had Ricky and Steve Merchant working... <laughs> merchant was sat at a computer typing away and ricky had got one of like the tea lads and literally taped his head up <laughs> and and so <laughs> this kid's and but i looked at it and i thought to myself again it's kind of all this work has gone into this script which looked like it would mostly been done by steve merchant but it was kind of ricky gervais who was the front man of the office that took all the glory for it and that's just the impression I got. And you it's know kind what? Of Ricky Gervais wrote his comedy special. Now, you think the man that performed that isn't capable of writing something like The Office? Did he write it, though? Did he get help? Yeah, well, no. It's In the credits, it said it was him. It didn't say Ricky Gervais and Joe Yeah, Blunt. but is he just ripping somebody off? I, I think it's Why all are you so, so much dead more. Set to hate this guy? <laughs> I'm just not a fan of him. That's all it is. Clearly, I'm pretty sure it's a lot more explained... collaborative when it's all said and done. I don't think one guy writes it and everybody follows it like a Bible. I think it, yeah, you, things change. And it gets... You saw a snippet of of a of a minute of a day. What do you? You're gonna base your 
assumption on like a, something that they clearly get. I read an article on Facebook and I watched two YouTube videos, so I think I'm an expert. My well, grandmother I think he's forwarded got you there, me an Sean. email with all this information in it and said if I didn't read it and forward it, I would be dead by Tuesday at noon. <laughs> Um, I don't know, like I say, I think he exploited like Cole Pilkington and Warwick Davis as well. Um, the two of them. Uh, Cole Pilkington, I don't know if you guys have heard of Cole Pilkington. No. Oh, he is. He used to be the producer for um, Ricky Gervais and Steve Martin's TV, um, radio show back in the early days. And he's, he's kind of like a lovable idiot. Um, and some people think he's a character, but he's not. He's just, he's just a weird thinking guy. He will always sort of think completely outside the box about things. Um, and I just, there was a whole, there was a couple of series on it and it just seemed like Ricky was just exploiting an idiot friend. And it's, you know, usually I'm for that, but I just want to find What do you think we're doing with you in here? <laughs> what? I'm pretty sure I'm the one getting exploited. On all this. That's probably true. Don't think about it too hard. Yeah, I, I don't. I would be, <laughs> <laughs> next, next week we just have Yoda's legs yeah. swinging. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, oh thank God there, it's over. Is there anything else that we're going to yeah, talk about? Yeah, we can. We can. There's two things. First, I want to point out that this week, uh, Extreme Prejudice got a, a Blu-ray special edition release from Arrow Video. Great movie. Five out of five star. Great action movie from the '80s. And two, if you guys want to, we could talk about the. Um, 25 best films of the 80s from the Outpost contributor. I haven't read it yet. Oh, well, never mind then, since you're completely <laughs> unprepared and you don't even read the own, the website that you work at. If I didn't write it, I don't read it. What am I going to read for stuff from you guys? Reading is gay. <laughs> um, no, I mean, what I was going to mention, if you wanted to talk about it, Sean, is just, I don't know, a little horror movie coming out this week called Dash Cam. I do want to talk about that, George. It's funny that you brought that up. <laughs> um... So thanks for watching the stream, guys. I'll see you later. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Because <laughs> um, basically we've got the movie is coming out on this Friday, June 3rd. Uh, we will be putting up this week an interview that Sean and myself did with the star of the movie, Annie Heard, and also the chat that we've had Hardy, about. Not Hardy. 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 Oh, God damn. Stop thinking about Amber Heard. It's Annie Hardy. I'm sorry. It's just because so I woke professional. up. Be sure you when you're when when the BBC is interviewing them. Somebody shit in the bed is all it was. I'm just still on my mind. You know, um, both of these things actually do involve shitting in the wrong place. You know, you have that moment true. in dash cam. You have Amber Bird oh, shit, shit in the bed. I have to actually watch the guy clean it up in dash cam. I'm just saying, I could see where your mind went there, George. Yeah, it's easy to. Annie Hardy, I do apologize. Um, but yeah, we've got the interview with her, and she was fantastic to talk to. She was really, really interesting. So it's going to be interesting to see what the reaction of the audience is when the movie comes out. Because I think if you're a, if you're a horror fan, you're really going to love it. If you're a normie, you're probably going to think it's crap, and you know, yeah. just the grass for 45 minutes. <clears throat> Oh, uh, have you guys have you guys seen uh, Dinner in America yet? I have. Let's talk about that a little. I yes. have not seen it yet. It's oh. on my list, so I want to see it. I want to watch it. I really want, this was gonna that was gonna be what I suggested we talk about this week. I, you you know, yeah, but then I had like seventeen hours of Stranger Things to get through, yeah, and I know it's just the opening credits. Yeah, no shit. And then uh, even with skip intro, you know, it still took a while. Yeah. Um, yes, I did watch Dinner in America, and it was quite an incredible piece of work. It's a good Brilliant. movie, isn't it? 
do you know what? I was I was quite blown away at how deep and on how many levels it works of how it is all based around dinner. <laughs> you know, that yeah. sort of all the main things come off the, the main dinner. But also the fact of how you deal with bullies and how you live your own life and and you know nobody should be called names by anybody else and you should and how punk rock can really there were so many levels to that movie it was brilliant it's all hard isn't it yeah it was the, i need to very watch it earnest again. very earnest movie I, people, I kept hearing people compare it to oh it's napoleon dynamite no no it's not no the only reason it's similar to napoleon dynamite is some of the photography is very similar there are sort of quite wide shots of you know some one person sat at a bus stop and that kind of thing and so on that respect it was it it looked similar to napoleon dynamite but and and some of the comedy i think was mildly like it but it's no i wouldn't say it was like napoleon dynamite i wouldn't say yeah it's 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 incredibly well made it is it is going to go on my best of the year list for sure not not number one, but it it it's going to be in the top three. It's going to go up there. Yeah, I'd say it's going to go up there. And, and if we do a top five, I think it will probably be in a top five. It was that, it was so well made. Better than and everything, good. everywhere. Yes. No. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> we have a split decision. It no, was. Not, it's a better movie. It's a no. better movie with a. I mean, it's got the same kind of like not the same message, but it's got the same kind of. You know, the point of the movie is something deeper than just some throwaway comedy or action movie or sci-fi in the case of Marvel. Oh, well, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's got a real message in it. Like everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, no, to be fair, I think I can relate to dinner in America more than I could to everything everywhere all at once. The whole message of, you know, live live your life the way you, of what? Racist. (laughs) (laughs) You just couldn't relate to the Asians. Well, yeah. Um, I, me, I, had a, I had a Chinese yeah. on Friday. I had a Chinese on Friday, so I'm totally like racist. Um, a Chinese takeaway. Um, the but no, I can relate to it more because it was kind of more about you know how how you live your life and everything else. The main character guy, I forget his name now. He was just you kind of hate him but love him for what he did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's a complete and utter arsehole, but at the same time, he completely kind of frees almost everyone he comes in contact with. Yeah, he's a lovable scoundrel, for sure. Yeah, It was, oh, it was really good. It reminds me of another movie that you guys should check out called Hesher, that is very similar in in, uh, sort of premise. This guy, very much like the punker in in the one we're talking about, he, he comes to this family that recently had lost the mother... And he befriends this little kid, the the boy. Uh, have you guys seen it? It stars um, uh, Natalie Portman and Rainin Wilson and uh, what's mm-hmm. the dude's name that played Robin in The Dark Knight Rises and all that? Um, oh, George Gordon Joseph Levitt. Yeah, jo- yeah, jo- Joseph Levitt plays Hesher. And uh, you, you, if you liked um, Dinner in America, you will like Hesher. Okay, well, I'll put it on the list. I would argue that Dinner in America pairs very well with Dash Cam too. They they both have sort of the same punk sensibility, in my opinion. The one I've been bouncing in and out of is uh, Bosch, and I think I've talked about it a few times, but I'm really yeah really liking the show. It's um it's on Prime, and it's 
it's yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of the better cop shows I've seen because it tends to be a little bit more understated, even though some big things happened. It has a lot of mundane details in it, but I like that kind of thing, at least the way they do it. And I hmm. really like Titus Welliver in the role. Um, yeah, he's a good. He's he's one of those actors that you yeah. see when you think, yeah, fair play. This is good. this is going to be all right. Yeah. yeah, and so if it's something you want to watch that isn't. You could kind of come in and out of it. It's not like, you know, there are season long arcs, but it's not, it's not as difficult as like coming in and out of some of these other shows that we've talked about that are like a Game of Thrones or something. I mean, you really need to binge even Stranger Things. I really do think you kind of need to binge it because there's so much happening. Um, Yeah, you can't pick up a a random episode and watch it. And so, but with this one, I wouldn't say you could pick up a random episode because there are season long arcs that are working yeah. towards a conclusion of a particular case that he's working on. But there's like a lot of interpersonal stuff and, and it, I don't know. It just all feels very human and more real to me. People don't seem like they're, I mean, of course you do have some little Hollywood script writing kind of stuff going on here and there for dramatic purposes, but a lot of it feels a lot more mundane. And I, I find that more interesting the way they do it. Um, not every season has been perfect. I'd say season Season two was okay, but the rest of them have been pretty good. And, you know, the, there's a lot with the relationship with his daughter and, and uh, his ex-wife and how those things go. And, and it's building up towards this new Bosch legacy. But, I mean, if they continue on the same way, even though now he he's a private eye and his daughter is joining the force, if they're going the same way they're going now, I don't foresee it being very woke. Although they do address that they have to deal with all the woke bullshit, which is kind of interesting. It's like, yeah, yeah we're going to have people protesting if we don't get this shit worked out. And, <clears throat> you know, they have, and these are like, it's dealt with as a real problem that they have to deal with rather than a comment on whether or not this person's right or that person's right. You know, if you got a bunch of people protesting your police precinct, you know, you got to move them. Where are you going to move them? And where's it going to be safe? Where they're going to have their first amendment. They're not making a comment whether they agree with them or not. It's just, the logistics of dealing with a big giant protest that could get out of hand and violent if you don't, you know, tamp it down and hmm. give them what they want without, you know, letting them go hog wild. And, and those, you know, cause you don't want, cause they talk about, they don't want the police on the news bashing heads. It's so good for them, you know, anymore. It's, yeah. It's not, it's like <laughs> these, this police, they don't want this kind of stuff. And then you have other police guys that are maybe getting a little too old and whether they make mistakes and, and it's not like they made a mistake, but then people are using that as an excuse to get them retired. You know, there's a lot of those kinds of things that go on. And you can see all this really happening because none of it is cut and dried. So I really have, I really enjoyed the show. It's a nice, a nice, you know, something that isn't giant, cut, cut epic, or must Sound, watch. Yeah. Sounds like a very good time for a normie. I think you'd like it, Charles. The guy. Really uh, yeah, I've been hearing a lot of good stuff. About Do you know what? I've got to bring up the fact that myself and Sean have been talking about the extreme cinema and like human centipede and cannibal throw and everything else. And when he came up to Stranger Things, Sean was like, "Oh, Stranger Things! I love that." Oh, I did because of the, the uh, you know the reason I like Norman. it so much is because it's set in the eighties. If it was if it was set in present day, I probably would not care about it at I all. I gotta tell you, Sean, I'm getting sick to death of the. I mean, I grew up in the '80s. Yeah, this is my decade, but it's really getting to the points. Like, how can I miss you if you won't go away? 
<laughs> I can't get enough. I want to just, uh, if I could like delusion myself into believing that I was still in the 80s, I'd do it. I'm but not even joking. Turn off your phone. Bre- no, I was going to say, isn't there a, there's a Christopher That's Reeve right. film called Somewhere in Time where he does that, doesn't he? He, he convinces uh, oh, yeah. his own wife. Why do that he you have to look time. at the penny? Why? Why do you have <laughs> yeah, to look at the right. penny? Goodness me, that's a random film. Um, so, so, um, so wait a minute, wait a minute, Yoda. Please try to watch that dinner in America, I so will, we can yeah. all three talk about it next week because it's a great movie. You're you're going to like it. But yeah, it is good. Egg, it is hopefully, really Eggie will watch. Do it I get my money too. back if I don't, Sean? I'm going to take. If it. you watch it on the website, I send you a link to you. Absolutely, <laughs> I will double the money you spend. All right, all right, I'll send you a bill. <laughs> so, my time so, is valuable, buddy. Just to mention also, let's talk about me. Um, <laughs> because basically, if you go to the BBC website... retard, gay. And on the BBC <laughs> website at the moment, I've been featured on there because uh, the BBC do a program called Crime Watch. And, um, <laughs> it's about pedophiles. And what you did was a crime. <laughs> against good taste or use of time, something. I don't know. We'll figure out the statute. Use of time, definitely. But yeah, basically, it was about my thousand movies. And if you go to the YouTube channel, I've just made a video which I published about it. Um, and it's I still don't know whether it's it's incredibly awesome or unbelievably sad. But yeah, last year Pretty I watched sad. one. There's no movie. need to choose. It's both a dessert <laughs> topping and a floor wax. <laughs> That's a good one. But yeah, and so tomorrow I've got an interview on the BBC local BBC radio. I'm hoping it goes like viral and and you know oh, it sure gets it really will. really really gets taken off and I, I could do like Jay Leno or, or Letterman or something. Yeah, for sure I could see that happening. <laughs> sure. Aren't they? They are both still alive, aren't they? <laughs> um I I can meet James Gordon because he's English, so Let, you know. Letterman turned into a full fledged bum hermit. My favorite quote about him, my favorite quote about him was from Zach Galifianakis in Between Two Ferns when he says, um, I'd like to thank Meth. I'd like I'd like Meth Santa uh, has joined us. (laughs) Whatever happened to him, by the way, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, it's like he was in all those. He's like uh, Shia LaBeouf. He just, you know, he was a thing and he disappeared. Or or, what is it? Were they were Sam Worthington, the guy in Avatar? Yeah, yeah, try to make him a yeah. thing, but he just he didn't really take. I mean, Zach, I do find quite funny. The in between two phones is some of their interviews are, are, are quite good, and then what's also very funny as well is the outtakes. If you find them on YouTube, they are they are proper funny because he's like having a go at like Brie Larson, and he says to her, um, "I know you're a very um, personal and private person, um, so this is a two part question." But my uh, wife, my wife how, is at how, the window trying to get my attention, but she's standing behind the pane that has reflection. <laughs> I can't see her face at all. She's making all kinds of faces and gestures. Woman I have moment. no idea what the hell she's doing. Woman moment. She's 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 got her luggage packed or something and walking out. <laughs> I don't, don't, know. don't tease me, George. <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid woman. We're not going on holiday. <laughs> don't tease me. <laughs> don't, yeah. give me don't give me. Don't. Hope. Like Hawkeye, don't give me hope. <laughs> um, and Zach Kavanagh says to Brie Larson, he says, "I know you're a very personal and closed-off person, but uh, when did you start your period?" <laughs> <laughs> but then she cracks up in the outtakes and stuff, and it is my other favorite one that he says he had Benedict Cumberbatch on, and he said, um, "Oh, do you use your British accent to hide the fact you're not a very good actor?" <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. And like I say, some of the jokes he comes out with are really, they are funny. Um, so I do like that in between he, two friends. He thinks he's the American Ricky Gervais. 
Is he? I said he thinks that. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, yeah. no, I wouldn't call him that. I'm just saying maybe he thinks that's, he's, that, that's his shtick. Well, guys, I, I am going to have to wrap it up here. <laughs> Div- send GoFundMe to fund Yoda's divorce. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Lawyer will be enclosed at the bottom of the page. You can link and donate. At any it. moment in your life, you could end up like Yoda. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for watching. This is LastMovieOutpost.com. We are the cool news now. We're your amazing news source for streaming news, movie news, and everything in between. You can reach us at contact us at lastmovieoutpost.com. You can also hit us on Twitter at Movie Outpost, and we do have a Facebook page slash Last Movie Outpost. Of course, you can go to lastmovieoutpost.com and find all the links to all our social media. I am at Drunken Yoda One. He is at no- George Lucas One, and Sean is Get Off My Lawn. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much for watching. George, got any final words? Keep an eye on the site this week because it's going to be a good one. Uh, so, yeah, make sure you check out lastmovieoutpost.com. Excellent. Sean? Uh, follow mine and George's uh, ongoing discussion of uh, controversial <laughs> movies. That I, Is one coming up this week? Are you putting one up this week? Uh, yes. I forget okay. what it is. Um, oh, it's Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Oh, that'll be a good one. So, yeah. All on this right. YouTube channel. And, of course, Eggy and I have part two of our Picard therapy session. So you can <laughs> watch that, and uh, we finish up the show Picard and dive a little bit into Strange New Worlds and answer your comments since we had so many of them. So we appreciate that. We appreciate the engagement. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. I know everybody says smash that like button. I say crush it, see it driven before you, and hear the lamentations <laughs> of the dislike button. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching, and we will see you on the next stream.